sing it together now. God is faithful, ever so faithful over His Word. Oh, concerning you, no matter what you may go through, my God is faithful. He's ever so mindful. Oh, let's sing it again. They picked that up pretty quick. God is faithful, ever so faithful over His Word concerning you. No matter what you may my God is faithful He's ever so mindful Of you Well, glory to God Glory to God God is faithful Well, it's just wonderful to be in the house of the Lord here tonight Won't you turn to your neighbor and tell him I'm glad to be here Amen Glad to be in the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. What a, I think we're just living in a, we're, we're, we've just been having meetings in a miracle here this weekend. Amen. And I'm just glad to be a part of it. Amen. Do you enjoy that testimony on how this building, ah, my, my, my. God is faithful. If he calls you, 
he'll supply. And I'm so thankful for that here today. Amen. It's just an honor to be here uh, with you all here for this special occasion. And it's been an honor to uh, minister with these uh, great men of God. You know, uh, last night I thought Brother Timothy outdone himself. That was wonderful preaching last night. And uh, Brother Bryce this morning. And it's just such a, a, an honor to be with these men of God. And, and I'm looking forward to hearing Brother Jeremy in the morning. And um, I, I'm, uh, I, you know, we, we, the older you get, the, 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 the more that you understand that you're not a preacher. Amen. And, <laughs> and uh, uh, but I'm, I'm glad to have a... Uh, Amen. I'm glad to have a, a part here in this meeting this weekend. And we truly love Brother Sam and, and Sister Bethany and the family. What a wonderful family. Amen. And uh, a talented family to see uh, the musicians and singers and, and laboring together. And uh, as well as, as Brother Rory and and the family there, and I, I know um, uh, the loss of, of, of your wife has, has, has been rough on you and the family, but we've all been praying for you, and uh, we all love the Parker family. Can I hear a big amen? Amen. Amen. Let's look here in um, Revelations, the 21st chapter, amen, and uh, we're going to read the first eight verses. Praise the Lord. <clears throat> and I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men. And he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. And God himself shall be with them and be their God. God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. There shall be no more death, neither sorrow, nor crying. Neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said unto me, Write, for these things are true and faithful. And he said unto me, It is done, for I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give unto him that is a thirst of the, free, uh, of the fountain of, of water of life freely. He that overcometh shall inherit all things. And I will be his God, and he shall be my son. But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and the murderers and the whoremongers, sorcerers and idolaters and liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Can you say amen to the word of God? Amen. amen. Now, this is showing, amen, what is fixing to take place for the church. For the bride of Jesus Christ, we are preparing. We are that rapturing church. We are in that rapturing age. Let's pray. Father, we thank you today for your love. Thank you, Lord, for your blessings that you have bestowed upon this congregation. 
And Lord, we rejoice in our heart that we are here, Lord. Father, being able to witness this firsthand of what you're doing right here in Bentley, Kansas. And I'm just asking, Lord, a real special blessing upon this congregation. I pray a special blessing upon this, Lord, uh, this property. May there be many more souls saved, Lord. And may there be many souls established. I pray, Lord, that you would help me now, Lord, as it has fallen my lot to minister here this evening. I pray that you would just give, uh, give strength and give, Lord, you give the words as I step out of the way. Father, we love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Can the church say amen? Amen. And amen. God bless you. You may be seated here this evening. Praise the Lord. Amen. I believe redemption is oozing out of God's soul today. I, I believe that redemption, amen, is, is, is really all God can think about at this moment. I believe that what we are, what we have seen in this day, amen, we have seen through every type of the scripture, what we have seen, amen, through all of the shadows and, and, and the, the, the types of the Old Testament, it was speaking for the redemption of the bodies, the redemption, bringing us back to where we uh, were in Adam's race was at the beginning, Amen. Now we understand that there are, there are three stages to the Lamb's work of redemption. Amen. Number one, there is that sacrificial Lamb, the purchasing of redemption. Amen. Where the Lamb of God satisfying the demands of justice. We have been going through the seven church ages now through the meditorial work of the Lamb. Amen. This is where the intercessor is, the interceding of the Lamb, and how that the Lamb is meant mediating for the sins of the people that He has purchased. Hallelujah. Amen. And the third work of the Lamb is that claiming work. This is the completion of redemption. Amen. This is when the Lamb comes to claim and to, amen, to take what He has paid for, amen, and what He has been interceding over. We're living in that redeeming portion. We're living in that claiming work of the Lamb. Amen. That's, that's, the, that's, that's, that's the phase of redemption that we're living in. Now, now, brother, we're not in the first age and we're not in the fifth age. We're in the seventh age to where there we are looking for a rapture. Amen. And the lamb has come to take the book. It's no longer a sealed book. We're no longer looking for something that God is going to do in the future. But we are at that claiming process where God is taking us, claiming us to himself, and bringing us home. Amen. Can you say amen? So we're, we, we've got to understand what part of, of the book that we're in. We're not in the first uh, part of the book, but we're in this finality of the book. Well, can you say amen? Amen. He has dropped some hints of what you're going to look like. 
Amen. He's dropped some hints of what this day would be as we have looked through the types of the, of the tabernacle. And, amen. And, and, and we've even seen through Boaz and Ruth. And we've, we've seen the Esther, the unlikely orphan queen. We've, amen. We, we, we've seen Abraham and Sarah's body change. You see, we have seen a lot of, 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 uh, of types and shadows. But we are here today as a living proof of what he has been talking about all along. Well, that should make you want to shout. That should make you want to rejoice because we are not in the first. We're in the final. God is claiming us to his own. Man, now make no mistake about it. We are living in the realities. You are not a type. You are not a pattern. You are the bride of Jesus Christ. Turn to your neighbor and say, you're not a pattern. You're not a type. You are the bride of Jesus Christ. Oh, they didn't hear you. Tell them again. You are the bride of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, how I would have loved to be in there on that Easter morning to walk up to that tomb and find, amen, that Christ was living. To find that that the reality was the Redeemer had raised from the dead. Man, I would have liked to have been there. Amen. To be those a part of those witnesses. Hallelujah. But those witnesses on that day, they were commissioned. By, by Jesus or by the angel to go and tell. Go tell them that Jesus is not in the grave. Jesus told him, he says, well, I want you to go tell my disciples that I'll meet them in Jerusalem. Oh, hallelujah. To know that Jesus was not in the grave, but that Jesus was alive. Can you say amen? Amen. Could you imagine what it would have been like to walk up to the tomb and to find that he's not dead, but he's alive. To hear the witnesses say, listen, we have seen him. He is alive. Amen. Oh, my. Amen. I would have loved to have been in that room when he come walking in through the doors and said, look at my hand. Look at my side. Amen. I am the one. I'm the one you've been looking for. Hallelujah. Amen. But brother, we're living in a greater age than that. Amen. We're living in the time where your body is fixing to be changed. We're living in the claiming time to where you're coming back to what God has ordained for you. Amen. This is a time to rejoice. This is a time. Amen. Where the, where the, where the words of God are coming to reality to the church of the living God. Man. Go tell. Amen, that the sacrifice has been raised as a testimony of victory. Amen, go tell. Go tell the Redeemer has come. The Lamb has paid the price. Go tell the lost and the dying, amen, that he lives. Go tell those that are down and out that he's alive. Go tell Adam's fallen race that there is hope, the Redeemer lives today he would tell him to go preach it show the signs that I'm alive and to prove to the world that my redeemer lives now what a commission brother Branham says this was the greatest this was the greatest commission that could have ever been given it was greater than that of the prophets 
It was greater than that of the, amen, the Old Testament. This was, this was the witness that he himself, the Redeemer, is alive. Hallelujah. Well, can you say amen? Amen. But what about this third, amen, stage or phase of this claiming work? Amen. You're responsible to tell. I can still hear him say tonight, go tell that he's alive. Go tell. You're responsible to tell that he's not in a denominational tomb. That he's not living or that he's not dead behind some kind of a creed. But there is a living Jesus Christ in this age today. Can you say amen? God's needing witnesses. He's needing witnesses that know beyond a shadow of a doubt that Jesus Christ is alive. He's needing witnesses that know beyond a shadow of a doubt that you have experienced his power. You have experienced his glory. You have experienced not a creed, not a word, but you've experienced a living God. Amen. In order for you to go tell, you've got to witness. You can't be a witness. You can't go tell unless you've experienced it for yourself. Well, praise the Lord. But when he appears to you, it's not hearsay for something that someone done. or Not hearsay of what God done yesterday. It's not hearsay what happened to mama. It's not hearsay for what happened to daddy. It is somebody who has experienced Christ. Do we have any witnesses in the building? Amen. Some witnesses that can stand up and say, I know he lives. Some witnesses that can stand up and say, I know he heals. Some witnesses that can stand up and say, I know he can deliver. Some witnesses that can stand up and say, I want to be a witness of his glory and his grace. Amen. Maybe you were sitting in a morgue of a church. Amen. Maybe you were sitting in a, amen, in a, in a message seminary. Maybe you had been sitting in a, I don't know where Christ found you. Amen. But when you become a witness, then you are now responsible to go tell. Well, praise the Lord. Brother Branham would say if all the teachings we have and the confirmation of the word by the word and by signs and by wonders... We see today that in the book of Luke here, amen, has just quoted them in Luke 17, the 30th verse in Malachi 4 and the different scriptures that we're acquainted with, that the word again is waved over the people, that the dead traditions of man is dead and the Son of God is alive again with the baptism of the Holy Spirit right among us Giving us life. Are you a witness? Amen. He says as Jesus was the first one raised. Amen. To raise from all the prophets. And so forth. Although typed in many places. He was the first fruits of those that slept. In the bride coming of Christ. Coming out of the church. There will have to be a sheaf waved again. Over the people. And this is not the seed going in. This is the seed rising up. This is not what went into the ground. This is the maturity. 
Hallelujah. Now, when they planted the seed in the first place, amen, the barn was in mine, but it was way on down, amen, in the future tense. But now we're living with the barn in mind. He's ready to harvest his wheat. He's ready to harvest his wheat. Well, glory to God. Can you see, man? What a commission that this bride has. What a commission this church right here in Bentley, Kansas has. To share to this community and to Wichita and, and to Kansas and the world that Jesus lives. You're not pointing to something that happened yesterday. You're pointing him to a living reality of what has taken place today. Go tell the world that I'm alive. Amen. The living word has been buried in those dark tombs. Amen. For 2,000 years. Can you say amen? Holy Spirit being bound. Amen. In those denominational, you know, rivers for almost 2,000 years. But what was the promise? Amen. But it's to be loosed in the evening time by the evening time message where the Holy Spirit is back in the church again. Somebody's got to declare it. Amen. Because I live, you live also. Because I live. Turn to your neighbor and say, that's a promise. Because he lives, you live. Because he's alive, you're alive. Because I live, you live also. Speaking to the wife. Because I live, you live also. He says, what a resurrection that was. And what a resurrection this is. Quickened from the dead. As I stand here this weekend listening to the the two services previous to this one and as we have all been so excited to come I believe we're witnessing something really special. God has raised up a lighthouse right here in Bentley. You say Bentley? Hallelujah. Amen. Well, be careful because they were also saying, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Bethlehem, you're the smallest. But God doesn't pick the big. God takes the humble. And he will use the humble. Are, are y'all here with me? I, I know we, I, amen. I, I know I'm getting started off late here tonight, but I want you to preach with me here tonight. He picks the humble so that he can reveal himself through that man or woman, that church, for his glory. Can you say amen? It's quite simple. What is the creed, Brother Wendell? What if it's a new church? What's the creed? What's, what's the... Amen. What, what, what makes this different? Somebody is declaring that Christ is alive. Well, praise the Lord. Isn't that still the great commission today? Ah, come on. Isn't that still the great commission today? Brother Branham says, oh, amen. Who's going to finish this great commission? He says, can the Pentecostals? He said, they're divided up. 
Can the word come to the Baptist or the, or the, or the Catholic or, or the Methodist? No. He says it'll take a non-denominational bride. That the seals have been ripped from the book. That can declare that Jesus Christ is alive. Can you say amen? Who else has the authority? Who else has the authority? Who else has been given the commission to proclaim it? It's the one that he has appeared to. To reveal himself through. That's the one that God has chose to declare who he is. The ones who have witnessed what he has done in our generation. Now, praise the Lord. They've experienced it for themselves. How many have experienced coming out of the dark denominational tombs and what God has done? Can you say amen? Now, When the church knows who she is, then the rapture will take place. So what does that mean? Another another quote, when the last one comes in, then the rapture can take place. So that commissions every one of us. That calls every one of us to come to that place. Amen. To work while we've got light. Can you say amen? Thinking of the call of God on a man's life. Amen. It's a holy and a sacred call. And there's no man that can install another man in to any kind of a position. But it is God that calls. It is God that prepares. It is God that anoints. Can you say amen? And God knows his man because God builds the man for the area. God builds the man for the call. Well, praise the Lord. Amen. No, things aren't going to be easy for that man because God's going to make sure, amen, that that man is not leaning on his own abilities. He's not leaning on his own, amen, intellect. He's not leaning on his own ways. Amen. But God's dealing with that man. God is showing that man. He's, he's calling that man, placing that man in that call. Well, glory to God. Now, now just because, now that doesn't necessarily mean that that man's going to fit in your class. Oh, praise the Lord. Now, 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 God's choosing isn't necessarily our choosing. God's idea of, of a leader is not our idea of a leader. But God's got something in mind that he calls. Hallelujah. Amen. You look there at Samuel. When Samuel went to go anoint the king. And there's he's going to anoint the king. You know, the, the, uh, he, David's brothers come in and all oh, these sons of Jesse, oh, they were tall. Amen. They were handsome. They were strong. And, and there he's got the oil and he, and he pulls the, the cork and he says, ha ha, this is the man. God says, no, that's not the man. And the next one comes in and says, ah, oh, this one's very smart. He's very intellectual. Amen. He's got it all put together. Oh, he'll be able. He'll be able to be a good king. Amen. He pulls the cork. He's written. No, that's not the man. Hallelujah. You see, David was out there in the pasture because he wasn't really the most highly thought of guy. Amen. He was just taking care of sheep out in there. Well, praise the Lord. 
Amen. But God says, no, there's another one here. I've anointed you. You're a prophet. You've got the oil. I've sent you to the sons of Jesse. So Samuel says, do you have another one? He goes, yeah, yeah, I have another one. I have another one. Hallelujah. He ain't your man. This ain't king material. He'll never make a leader. Come on. Come on. But you see, but if God has got a call on a man's life. Hallelujah. Then God puts a, amen, puts a seal of approval on. It goes beyond intellect and it goes beyond muscle and it goes beyond money and it goes beyond anything else. It's a call that God places. Well, praise the Lord. Man, you see, God's looking for those inner virtues that is placed in that man. Amen. Seed form. Amen. He's, 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 he's looking to that, that man. And amen, many a times this requires trials and training. This requires backside of the desert with your dad's sheep. Because he doesn't think you can handle anything else. God's got a training process going on and he is looking for the future king because he doesn't just want a king. He wants a shepherd king. He wants some, well, praise the Lord. Amen. But you see, he's looking for somebody that's going to rely upon him. Somebody that's going to, amen, follow his footsteps. Somebody that's going to stand through the thick and the thin. Somebody that's going to love. Can you say Amen. You see, David was a great man because he relied upon God. Amen. He knew that if he was going to be prosperous, he needed God. He knew that if he was going to be anything, he had to rely upon his shepherd. Can you say amen? Praise the Lord. All the great victories that David won. Hallelujah. All the victories that David won, he won through the supernatural. He won because there was a supernatural God that was dealing with a man to be a shepherd. Well, praise the Lord. Some of you are saying, are you talking about Brother Sam right now? Well, yeah, sort of. Amen. Amen. God raises up a church and he's got to have a leader. And you brothers, any of, any of you folks here that, 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 that you, 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 these other pastors that are sitting here, whether it be Brother Timothy or Brother Jeremy or Brother Bryce, God raises up shepherds. He raises up shepherds to lead and to guide. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. Hold the great victories that David one. Oh, oh, the victories in this man's ministry. David, you know, grabbed the, the beard of a lion and then slew it. All because he came after one of his little lambs. He risked his own life so that he would go out there because of a stray lamb. Man, he was a wonderful shepherd. He wasn't willing to even lose one sheep. Can you say amen? He was willing to stand up against the bear 
against all, up to the bear against all odds. Why? Because he was a God called man. Now, now Saul, the son of, of, of Kish, you know, he was a brilliant man. He was incredibly smart. He had a lot of, he had a lot of degrees, so to speak. Man, and from an intellectual standpoint, there was no one that could ever compare. Saul had the skill to put together an army. Saul had the skill, amen, to, to make his army even greater than the nations. Hallelujah. He was a man that was head and shoulders above all of his equals. Amen. But he knew nothing about humility and calling out to God and asking God for the supernatural. He was relying on his creeds and his dogmas and his, well, praise the Lord. The creeds, oh, church of the living God, we got a lot. We got a lot of sons of Kish in the community, but that's not who God's looking for. God's looking for men. Somebody that's willing to follow him through the flame, follow him through the flood, follow him through the storm, follow him and stand for the promise of the day. Can you say amen? Well, praise the Lord. But I'm going to tell you, there's nothing that can stop a man with an experience. There is nothing that can stop a woman with an experience. There is nothing that can ever take the place of any man or woman that ever comes in contact with God and know that God is alive and well in the hour that we're living in. Can you say amen? Amen. It was God's choosing at the beginning and it's God's anointing that we are depending upon now. It was his commission. Take care of those sheep. David only had one commission. Take care of those sheep. Pastors, that's what God's given us a commission. Take care. It, it don't matter what circle you belong in. It don't matter where. It, all God's looking for is somebody that'll take care of those sheep. And it was the anointing oil that was placed upon that man. Can you say Man. You remember the Branham says now Saul found out the, ecclesi- the ecclesiastical vest. A man of Saul didn't fit a man of God. So it weighted him down. And that's what the trouble with a lot of men today as I meet. As I cross the land, men of great standing in high churches and things. They believe the message of deliverance. They believe the message of the Lord Jesus and his power. But they're so shackled down. With the church denominations until they can't see no further than that church. They won't let them any further. What we need is somebody to step out with some experience with a slingshot like David had. Well, praise the Lord. What we need is somebody with an experience. Is, well, praise the Lord. Amen. Now he says... He says, David said, I don't know nothing about your theology, about these swords and, and, and so forth, but your servant with the slingshot, I had an experience out there that God let me kill a lion with it and kill a bear with it, and he will let me, if he will let me kill a lion with it, surely that uncircumcised Philistine belongs to me this afternoon. He says, God, give us some more ruddy boys with that kind of ruddy experience that'll take God at his word and believe him for everything he's 
says is the truth. Can you say amen? Is there anybody in the building that is saying, God, let me experience the supernatural. I don't want to just preach it. I don't want to just amen it. But I want the supernatural God to be a part of me. Make me a witness in this hour that I'm living in. He wants witnesses, somebody that can say he has done it for me. Well, praise the Lord. He said, that's what we need tonight. My dear Christian friends, I want you to notice he went out and proved exactly that God was with him. Because he had an experience with God that could deliver the enemy into his hand by his slingshot. I praise the Lord. Men of God. Amen. With an experience with the supernatural. Men who know how to handle that word. And know that the supernatural will follow that word. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. Now when Saul, through jealousy, started to persecute David. David didn't retaliate and fight back. David had sheep to take care of. David had souls to rescue. David had battles to fight. Victories to gain. And men began to see something about David that was incredible. Can you see, man? Now David, now David is out there after, with this anointing oil is praised on him and poured over him. He's, he's now running from King Saul and hiding in the caves and But the Bible says all the while that David is winning victories. That even while the enemy was coming against him, David was still right there fighting victories for Israel. Winning victories for Israel. Can you say amen? But you see, David became a magnet. How would I put that? David became a magnet for for the hurting class of people. David became a magnet for those that that needed help. David became a magnet. Are are, are you with me? It It was a broken class. It was a rebellious class. It was a good for nothing class. David became... Though he was a fugitive in his own country, yet David became a captain. Hallelujah. 1 Samuel 22 and 1. David therefore departed thence and escaped to the cave Adullam. And when his brethren and all his father's house heard it, they came down thither to him. And everyone that was in distress, and everyone that was in debt, and everyone that was discontented or bitter of soul, gathered themselves unto him, and he become a captain over them. And there were with him about 400 men. These men were not great men. These men were not rich men. These men were not stout men. These men were not good men. These men had no exceptional resumes. These men did not have outstanding character. These men did not have, they were not in the who's who. Well, praise the Lord. 
But whatever they were before David, they got to David. After they got to David, David made mighty warriors. David took those good for nothings. Well, praise the Lord. And I'm going to type that out to you preachers here tonight. Hallelujah. The rest of you says, why are y'all the only ones? Amen. And amen. Hallelujah. We were all lost. We were all lost. We were all filthy. We were all. But it took some men of God to stand up and proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ saying that he saves. Well, praise the name of the Lord. Can you say amen? Amen. You see, he succeeded. Whatever they was before they got there, he succeeded in civilizing them. Amen. And those who were no good for the country, they become David's greatest assets. They become David's victory. They, amen. They were in defense of the country, willing to fight for the higher cause. And the Bible says that David called them uh, uh, the mighty men of David. Can you say amen? When we look here, I believe God is preparing a people for the rapture. Now, we know David is Christ. Amen. David's the one, the fugitive. He's the one that's been hiding in the caves for a long time. He's the one that's been pushed out of Laodicea for a long time. But he's coming back into power. He's coming and he's taken the book and he's handed the book to his elect. Now, 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 David, but, but Christ has got some men in this hour that is going to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. And they're not going to just preach quotes. Amen. They're going to preach the God of quotes. They're not just talking about a dead letter, but they're preaching about a living. Come on, church. Because we know that the Philistines are still out there. And we know that the great, the greatest of all is this enemy of death. And there's only a one class of people that's going to defeat it. And that's going to be a people that can take that word, that can take that sword, that can defeat the enemy, that'll stand toe-to-toe. Come on, church. Amen. If you want a rapture, then God has brought you to this church. Amen. Why? Because he knows you're going to have to have a sword in your hand. Hallelujah. You're going to have to have a sword in your hand if you're going to win. David took the misfits. David took the good for nothings. And he made warriors out of them. Now, I'm not saying life is going to be easy. You're going to have to hide in a cave with David for a while. But he, you don't belong in this civilization. You don't belong in this filthy world. But there's one thing you are doing. You are taking care of God's sheep. Can you say man? Brother Branham, amen, would say He said, that's the way the human race is. We're absolutely, totally helpless without the shepherd of the fold. We can't find our way back. We've tried to educate our way back. We've tried to reform our way back. But we'll never be able. 
Education will never do it. Reformation will never do it. We're not reformers. Police out here are reformers. We are preachers of the gospel. Not to try to put people on penalty and crawl on your knees and so forth. But to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ and deliverance to the people. That's what the shepherds are supposed to do. Feed the sheep. Can you say amen? Because as you're feeding the sheep, you are empowering them to take the devil and defeat him. Well, how many wants to defeat the devil? Hallelujah. How many wants to defeat the devil? Hallelujah. God places you in churches that preach this unadulterated word of God in the power of a living Christ. Well, that should make you want to shout. Hallelujah. I used to do a lot of shouting in Pentecost, but I didn't know what I was shouting about. I'm here to tell you I've got a right to shout now. I've got a right to shout. I've been given a sword in my hand. It's a weapon. Hallelujah. What can you say, man? Amen. Feed my sheep. He never said drive my sheep. He never said kick my sheep. He said feed my sheep. That's what the sheep needs is some sheep feed. Amen. Some sheep food. Don't you think so? And you know the best sheep food I know is when you're sick and all these and all kinds of sheep. Here it is. He says, that's right. It's in this great big bread basket of God. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out out of the mouth of God. That's what the Holy Spirit lives on. That's in you. Lives on that word. That connection of the shepherd and sheep. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. Point your neighbor and tell him this is really good. Hallelujah. Amen. The connection between the shepherd and sheep. Let me talk to this local, the sheep of this local Amen pasture for a moment. Amen. If you got your good shepherd, appreciate that shepherd. Follow that shepherd. Make sure that shepherd knows that you think. He's the best. You say, oh, I don't follow man. You'd better start. The hardest thing for one human being to do is to follow another human being. Well, praise the Lord. Can I hear an amen from you wives? You're looking at him thinking, you're a dweeb. And I have to follow you. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. He's the shepherd of your pastor. And the Bible says that you are to follow and, oh, this word hurts in Laodicea, obey. Now, we know that, especially if you've got a man that loves the Lord and has been trained by this message, that doesn't mean, amen, as we've just read, it ain't kicking the sheep and it ain't fleecing the sheep. 
God could have called an angel to be your head, but he chose a man. A weak. He's got frailties. He's got failures. He's got a lot of, and if you want to look hard enough, you, you look, well, praise the Lord, you look hard enough, and, and apparently some folks have, and they found a few failures that Brother Branham had. They found out that he was a man too. Hello? So was Moses, and so was Elijah, and so was Jeremiah. And I want to tell you, there was only one human being that was perfect. That was Jesus Christ. And they killed him. Well, praise the Lord. They killed him. So if God gives you a shepherd, love that shepherd. Stand behind your man. God appoints the man to be your leader. Well, praise the Lord. Oh, some of you is already saying, ooh, and you don't even go to church here, and you've already got your toes under the thing. And ouch, what is he thinking? My church is saying, oh, Lord, here we go. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, I'm not saying to follow him blindly. I'm saying take his words that he's preaching and instead of bucking up against his words, why don't you let him show you in Bible? I, 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 you know, when I first came into the message, I was, a, I, was, I was a Pentecostal. And so everything that I heard from Brother Branham that didn't fit my... Didn't fit my cup, my, 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 my small Pentecostal frame of mind. I thought, he missed it there. He missed it there. And someone says, why did you come into the message? You came into the message because you didn't have anything out there. You came into the message because there was something that that prophet's message drawed you. By the time I decided to go out and take my Pentecostal glasses off and let God wash my eyes, amen, with his eyes have, you know what? I found out what that prophet was preaching was in the Bible. And you know what else I found out? That it's easy for me to repent and put the blood of Jesus Christ and say, Lord Jesus, well, praise the Lord. Here I am. I might as well keep on preaching. Look at what God is doing in this community, saints. Amen. I want to talk to the church right here in in Bentley, uh, Kansas. Look at what God is doing in this community. Rally behind that man. Support that man. Support that work. Well, praise the Lord. Now, you're not supporting by giving all, all of the advice. You're supporting by your faithful attendance. You're supporting by your tithes and your offerings. Well, glory to God. I heard a story here the other day. Amen. Uh, 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 some, some people in the congregation 
got the pastor and says, hey, we got to have a talk. we got to have a meeting. So they finally got, they got the meeting put together, and, and, and the brothers said, now, we want to know where all the money's going. And the man said, the pastor said, okay. He, he says, uh, first of all, let's talk about who gives the money. Now, which one of you all are paying tithes? Well, he knew that none of them were paying tithes. Hallelujah. So by the time he talked about the rent and the electric and the gas and all of this and all the money, and then he's got his records of what all the, the hundreds and, 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 well, thousands of dollars he's putting every month in as pastor in, into the account to make sure that there's lights. He says, now, how much? I want, I, I'm honest with what I'm putting in the account. Now, you tell me what you're putting in the account. They couldn't even reach hundreds per month. Not even hunt. Well, praise the Lord. Well, they decided they didn't really want to talk about the money no more. Amen. Come on. Support your local church with your tithes and your offerings. If you go to Claremore, you better be supporting that church with your tithes and offerings. If you're going to Ark in the North Missouri, you better be supporting that church with your tithes and offerings. If you're going to Amarillo, you better be supporting your church with your tithes and offerings. If you're going to Pawnee, you better be supporting your church. Come on. Support your church. That is your pasture that God has put you in. God's given you a shepherd. Well, praise the Lord. I'm here. Hallelujah. You say, well, amen. Well, I wasn't going to preach evangelistic and drag you to death, or you dragged me to death, so here I am. Hallelujah. Did you know a man's fall is of his own household? I'm going to have to turn around while preaching the rest of my sermon. You know who's the hardest people to pastor? Is a man's own family. Woo, I hit it there. I'm not even hearing no laughs anymore. A man's own family is the hardest ones to pastor. Amen. Because he's my dad. He's my husband. He's my nephew. He's my son. He's my brother. Well, praise the Lord. Amen. One thing he's not. He's not your sister. Amen. That's right. That's right. The hardest people to pastor is his own. But why? Because dad knows you and you were. <laughs> Come on. And your son knows you. <laughs> right? When you and mama got into that argument. And then when, amen, before you know it. When, no, 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 no. God 
anoints that man to be your shepherd, he is a faulty, flawed human being, but God anoints that man. Come on, church. David was flawed. David had weaknesses. David had to be, uh, he had to be chastised by God, but he was God's anointed. Getting to feel pretty good. Good job, brother. Wendy. Hallelujah. Flawed. You, 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 you. We're all flawed. But God anoints certain men among us, lifts them, separates them, and pours his anointing oil upon them. Hallelujah. Can you say amen? We've got to be careful because. Touch not mine anointed and do my prophets no harm. Is that right? You will answer for every attitude that you have toward God's anointed. Well, praise the Lord. Good job, Brother Wendell. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are in the finality of redemption. Don't let that escape your mind. You can't let that escape your mind. Can you say amen? We need lighthouses like this that will lift their voices and proclaim that the Lamb is in the final work of redemption. That the Lamb has taken the book and that the Lamb is releasing your names and the Lamb is fixing to come and rapture you home. Can you say amen? Oh, yes. Amen. You see, this anointing of the Revelation 10 is not just resting upon one, a a prophet. It's not just resting upon a pastor. It's not just resting upon the evangelist. This anointing is in the message. And when you take that message and come underneath that message, then you become a mighty force. Can you say amen? I want to be someone with experience. I want to be somebody with an experience that when things are tough, they can say, will you come and pray with me? I want to be in my church. I don't want to just be the taker. I want to be the giver. I don't want to be the one that's just sitting there that the pastor is constantly having to deal with my woes. And I'm sure your pastor doesn't mind. But I would like to know that I have a few rewards on the other side too and not just him. I mean, you're giving him a lot of brownie points for the other side. But what about yours? What about your rewards? Boy, it's got quiet in here. Praise the Lord. We need lighthouses. We need lighthouses. And I want to tell you, it's not going to be big churches with, with, a, with, with, a, with a high class of people. God is calling men and women. That's coming out of sin. That is willing to say I need you. The others needed David too. But they didn't realize it. But this man realized. That they needed something better. Than what they had. Come on church. 
When I came to Jesus Christ, I came because I was needy. And I was willing to surrender myself to his word. Oh, church of the living God, don't let me just stand up, amen, 30, 40 years later and, 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 and say, well, amen, I, I, you know, now I know what I'm doing and now I've got it on. No, I'll tell you tonight, I still need Jesus Christ. I must surrender myself under his word. I need him. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. We're in a battle. We're in a battle. Amen. This is the finality. This is the finality. You know what we need to do? More than what? Hallelujah. We need to take that old banner. Hallelujah. Amen. Take that banner. And we need to lift this word up higher than we've ever lifted. We need to lift that message up. We need to say that Christ is alive. We need to let the hurting know that David is coming into power. We need to let them know that Jesus is anointed. Man, your preacher will fail you. Mama will fail you. Daddy will fail you. But this word is coming into power. We're not surrendering ourselves to a man. We're not surrendering ourselves to a denomination. We are surrendering ourselves to Christ, the word. Can you say amen? We wave it. Preachers, preach it. Singers, sing it. Testifiers, testify of it. Let the community know. Let all of Wichita know. Let this area know that Jesus is alive. Can you say amen? What does it matter, Brother Wendell? Because you stand between life and death. The rapture is on us, folks. Amen. Amen. Each one of us become a standard bearer. Each one of us. Now, as I begin to bring my thoughts together and to a close, if there's ever a time that the revelation that has been given to us, how many believe that God's done something very special in this day? Is this specialness just for us to learn? Or is this the power of God to a resurrection? Is this just another learning? Or is this the power of God that is going to transform these bodies into the image of that incorruption? Can you say amen? Then we got to keep that word waving. Brother Sam, we got to wave that message. We got to be instant in season and out of season. We got to preach it when we don't feel like it. We got to proclaim it when we don't, when, when, we're, when we're sick. We've got to proclaim it when we, when we feel like we're on the mountain or when we're in the valley. We've got to keep this message. We are commissioned by God. Can you say amen? That banner in the battle, it's an emblem of victory. It's a, it's a flag that 
Amen. It represents the values of the warriors. Why, why, why do they run and mount the flag high? It's because it represents. It represents what they're standing for. And they'll put that flag up there to let the enemy know this is ours. Can you say amen? And I want to say in our outposts, every one of us, in our different outposts, amen, our lighthouses that we're at, listen, amen, God's depending upon you. Fivefold ministry, God is depending on you to wave the flag of redemption. It's depending you, you, for you to boldly declare the promise. Can you say amen? This is the rapture banner. This is the time. This is the season. It's not the time to be looking to the right or to the left. It's the time to keep pressing on. Amen. The inspiration of this day is total and complete deliverance. We don't have another message to come. We don't have another messenger to come. We have got the last message to the last church. Let us take it. Let us hold it dear to our heart. Let us take this word. Never look to the right. Never look to the left. Never to be discouraged or tired or weary. It's time to press on. Can you say amen? Amen. Now, the armies of the Bible days, they, they always had those standard bearers. And he would carry the flag and climb that tall mountain and the hill and they would fly the colors high they even had the banners around the tabernacle and man the soldiers would fight beneath the banners and I, I like hearing song of Solomon here in song Solomon 2 and 3 man there at the, at the last part of it it says I sat down under the shadow, under his shadow with great delight and his fruit was sweet to my taste and he brought me to the banqueting house and his banner over me was love. Every time the preacher's preaching, it's a banner over you and it's a banner of love. I, I, I just want to encourage you for my little part here. We need Churches like this. We need churches like this. God's raised you up. Don't look or take this church lightly. This call lightly. You're not a wannabe. God has given you a commission. Preach this message. And let the signs follow and bring deliverance unto the people. Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men. Psalm 60 and 4. Thou hast given a banner to them that fear thee, that it may be displayed because of the truth. Can you say amen? Second Timothy 4 and 2. Preach the word. Be instant in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. 
But after their own lust, they shall heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. And they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned to fables. But keep the banner. Keep it lifted high. Do you love him here tonight? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All the images of a son of God. Moses' end time message was of total deliverance. Noah's end time message was of total deliverance. Your end time message is of total deliverance. Don't sit in a message pew that is bound by, by pornography. Don't sit in here bound by lust and, and by cigarettes and by demons of hell. Why don't you let this message separate you from the world and bring victory? I say the banner's flying high. I say the banner's flying high. We've got something, amen, declaring that he is alive and among us today. Can you say amen? When Abraham's family was taken hostage, Lot was taken hostage. Amen, I love what, what Abraham had said. Amen, Abraham says we're going to bring them all. All. Somebody say all. I'm going to bring all my family in. I'm believing for all of my children. I'm believing for all of my grandchildren. I'm believing for souls to be saved. You say, well, amen, Brother Wendell, we're in the gleaning time. Start gleaning. Hallelujah. Amen. It might not be harvest time anymore, but there's still some souls that are still needing deliverance if the musicians would come. Hallelujah. Do you love him here tonight? Oh, yes. Hallelujah. Those men came up to Moses, amen, trying to do their own little deals and amen, and, and, and trying to, to, to turn the people's hearts away from Moses and amen, and their little gifts and, and, and the things that they had. Hallelujah. Moses turned around and said, we'll not even mess with you sons of denominationalism. All of your claims that we can prophesy to and we can... Amen. We've got understanding of Scripture too. And amen. We've got our own definition of grace. And that'll let you feel good and still be slaves. And Moses turned around and says, I've only got one desire. I'm not here to educate you people. I'm here to tell you people that there is a land of promise. I'm here with a message. It's a message of deliverance. It's not a message to make you feel good while you're in your shackles. This is a message to declare that sin is going to lose its hold off of God's bride. It's a message to declare that there is nothing, 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 nothing shall be your taskmaster anymore. It's a declaration. There's a land beyond the river it's a declaration come out so that you can go into can you say amen can you hear that messenger's voice today in our age saying, come 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 don't be a lukewarm church member in Egypt Ain't good enough just to quote. But there's a power of the Holy Spirit. Right out on eagle's wings. Mount 
ramped up. This is a time of rapture. Men of God, if you've been called to preach, get along with God until there is a power to back up what you say. If there's ever a time for an anointing to come upon us, it's going to take somebody in the backside of the desert that is willing to give up everything and say, God, I want you to anoint that word that I'm representing. Let your grace be upon me. I can't do it in myself. I'm not a son of kiss. I have no smarts or intelligence. I have no abilities of my own. I'm little David. I'm the runt of the family. Lord, I'll rely upon you. If you'll anoint me. If you anoint me. I'll be a vessel. Is there anyone in the building here? Maybe you're not even a preacher. Maybe it's just a mom or a daddy that will just say, Lord, anoint me. I need your anointing. I want this message. I want this message to ring true in my, in my heart. I want the anointing of the Holy Spirit. I want my words not to just be words. I want my children to, to, to hear. Not just hear, but to Feel the preciousness of that anointing. Oh, Davids. Are there some Davids in the building? God's bypassing all the sons of Kish. And he's looking for some men and women that he can anoint. He's looking for some men and women that the glory of the Lord can rest upon. And declare his faithfulness. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. We thank you for your grace. We give ourselves to you tonight, Lord. I pray, Father, that your grace. Would be upon this pastor that this grace would be upon his congregation. Pray there be an anointing in this place. Just as the Methodist a hundred years ago, Lord, under the glory of God, see all souls saved in this place. Now we're seeing a people prepared for a rapture. Oh, God. Oh, God. Those of us that are in this historic building here tonight. Oh, God. We humble ourselves before you. We ask for your renewing. We want to rededicate ourselves to you. We want our lives to be pleasing to you. Oh, God. Oh, God. All we've got is our little slingshots. Oh, here we stand. We look to you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We're proclaiming 
use us. Take the coals from off the altar. Place them upon our lips. Send us. Send the boys. Send the girls. Send mama. Send daddy. Send the preachers. Anoint us. Send us. Let us proclaim the trumpet of Jubilee. Oh, God. Thank you for it, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Oh, glory to God. Because He lives, I can face tomorrow. I just want to please. 
found in his likeness to hear it say, well done, someday. Without any music now. Oh, yes, I just now this is a great this is a great cause and it don't matter it don't matter where you where, 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 where your locale is God's looking for someone that can be a witness but you've got to be a witness you can't tell something that you've heard from a preacher. You've got to be a witness. God's looking for witnesses that can declare that He is alive and well today. He's looking for men. He's looking for young men. He's looking for young women. He's looking for housewives. He's looking for mamas and daddies. Oh, this building is wonderful, but this is just a little temporary place. Somebody else is going to can, can use this when you're raptured out of here. The building will be left behind. This is just a temporal place that God's allowed you to come and worship Him. Oh, God. Young men, it's easy for you to, to rely on your muscles or your talent and your music or your preaching or your good looks. Or, and those are all wonderful things, but those are temporal. But God's given you young men. God's given you young women, a predestinated soul. God has sent preachers to come and declare to you who you are. Don't rely upon your gift. Don't rely on your talent. Don't rely on your ability to preach or your ability to sing or your ability to play. God's not looking for sons of Kish. He's looking for someone that's humble. I say, Lord, I feel something burning in me. I want my sermons to matter. 
I want my songs to matter. I want my life to matter. I want to dedicate myself into your hands. Is any of you young people that want that today? Any of you? Amen. I want to be used. You say, well, Brother Wendell, well, I... You say, you've got talent. I don't got much talent. All he's looking for, you don't even have to have talent. If you just got a heart that's willing. Come on, folks. David did not have what it takes. You, some of you young people, have more talent than David had. Bunches of us had more talent than David had. There's only one difference on David. David relied upon the presence of the Lord. These young men that are around here, you're talented. You're good looking. God's looking for humble men that'll seek Him in prayer. That'll really call before him. Say, Lord, here I am. Use me. We heard the message last night. We we heard we're we're living in a hell hole. We heard Brother Bryce preaching this morning, dedicating ourselves. If there's ever been a time. That God has raised people up. If there's ever a time where the kingdom can shine, it's now. It's dark, 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 dark world. But if there's ever a time for an anointing, if there's ever a time we need anointed vessels that can set captives free, it's now. I don't care how good you play basketball. I don't care how good you, how many, how much weight you can lift. It does not matter. Those things are fixing to burn. We don't have too many more time. If you're going to work for God, you better do it now. If you're going to pray, you better do it now. If you're going to witness, you better do it now. If you're going to be a vessel for God, you better do it now. I'm not preaching to sons of Kish. I'm preaching to people that were predestinated by God before the foundation of the world and you were placed in this age for a specific purpose. We've got to yield ourselves to Him. Dedicate ourselves. Here I am. Take all pride out of me. Take all unbelief out of me. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. You say, well, I ain't got the green hair. I don't have the tattoos. and I don't have the earrings. I've surrendered my life to the word where the Bible says that it's an abomination. It's not even right. Nature says it's not even right for a woman to have short hair. We, we, I, I, I've seen that, Brother Wendell. I, I, I've seen it. But that's not good enough. That's sanctification. Amen. That's sanctification. 
that's being set aside. And now we're waiting for the oil to be poured upon us. Come on now. I want the oil to be poured upon me. I want the glory of the Lord to rest upon me. I want His anointing. I don't want to just be a songwriter. I want to be an anointed songwriter. I don't want to just be a singer. I want to be a singer that can set captives free. I don't want to just be a preacher. I want to be a preacher that can set the captives free. God, here I am. Use me. I want to please Him. Can you say amen? As we get ready to turn it back to our pastor. I want us to sing that song. In my life. Lord, be glorified. Won't you be Congregation. Yes, Lord, be glorified. 
give you my heart I give you my soul Oh God I live for you alone Every breath that I take Every moment I'm awake Oh Lord have your way in me Oh this is my desire one more time oh Lord I give you my heart I give you my soul oh I live for only you alone every breath that I take every moment I'm awake Lord have your way this is my desire oh and this is my desire oh yes isn't it to honor you oh and Lord with all of my I give you my soul, oh 
Lord, I live for only you alone. Every breath that I take, every moment I'm awake. Oh, Lord, have your way. One more time, Lord, I give you my heart. I give you my soul, oh, I live for you alone, every breath that I take, every moment I'm awake, Lord, have your Oh, can we sing this? And the honor, Lord, we lift our hands in worship. Oh, as we magnify your name, oh, you deserve the glory. Oh, it doesn't he? and the honor oh Lord I lift my hands in worship oh as we magnify your name for you are great oh you do me so great and there is no one else like you oh yes there is no one else like you for you are great oh you do just all sing you deserve the glory oh you deserve the glory does he deserve it tonight oh and the honor oh Lord I lift my hands in worship oh yes as we magnify your name oh you deserve the glory oh and the honor yes Lord we lift our hands in worship oh as we magnify 
Shama, 
There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus to break every chain, to break every chain, to break every chain, to break every chain, break every chain. Break every chain. that covers me. one more time oh I'm gonna lift my hands till I can reach heaven I'm gonna shout your name till the walls come falling down I've come to worship I've come to worship I'm gonna sing Unashamed, I'm gonna shout for joy at the mention of your name. I've come to worship. There's a love that lives in me for you, Lord. My Savior King, it breaks the sin that's binding, and it leads me to a place of freedom. Can we sing, There's a Love? Oh, there's a love that lives in me, oh, for you, Lord, my Savior King. 
It breaks the sin that's binding and it leads me to a place of freedom. I'm going to lift my hands. Oh, I'm going to lift my hands till I can reach heaven. I'm going to shout your name till the walls come falling down. I've come to worship. Oh, yes, I've come to worship. And I'm going to sing my song like I am unashamed. I'm going to shout for joy at the mention of your name. I've come to worship. I've come to worship. I'm going to sing my song. Like I am unashamed, I'm gonna shout for joy at the mention of your name. I've come to worship, I've come to worship.
trial you have brought me. You raised the standard, held the flood. You held the flood. I owe my every breath, Lord, for all that you have done. Can we sing, I thank you for my healing? Oh, I thank you for my healing. Oh, my soul is now set free. I'm no longer in that prison. For your peace is over me. And through the trial you have brought me. You raised the standard held of every breath sing I owe my every breath Lord for all that you have done I need your mercy I need your grace your hands leading my way I can't make it without you oh not for one day oh I need your mercy oh Lord and I need your grace I need your mercy I need your grace and I need your hand oh lead in the way I can't make it without you oh not for one day and I need your mercy oh Can we sing it to him? Oh, surround me, oh Lord. Oh, surround me, oh Lord. Yes, surround me, oh Lord. And let your presence 
this place I need your mercy oh surround me oh my Lord I bless your name surround me oh Lord oh surround me oh Lord and let your presence fill this place and let your presence fill this place pour your spirit out on me let it fall like rain saturate my thirsty soul come and fall afresh on me and fill my cup again oh heal my heart and make me whole oh I need you now for your spirit let's sing the first verse oh Lord I seek you Help me find you, how I need your touch. Oh, oh, find my dry and broken places, thirsty for your Forgive me if I wandered far away from you. Oh, you are all that I've ever needed. So come and make me new. Oh, pour your spirit out on me and let it fall like rain. Oh, saturate my thirsty soul. Come and fall afresh on me and fill my cup again. Oh, heal my heart and make me whole oh i need you now pour your let's sing it one more time with all your hearts now pour your spirit out on me oh fall just like the rain oh saturate my thirsty soul and come and fall afresh on me and fill my cup again and heal my heart and make me whole oh I need you now 
like the desert needs the rain I need you now oh touch my heart again I need you now oh your spirit more that I surrender the lighter my load the more that I release my cares the more you take control oh the more that I can humble myself the more you lift me up every day I live Lord, I love you more. Sing the more that I surrender, the lighter my load. The more that I release my cares, the more you take control. The more that I can humble myself, the more you lift me up every day I live. Lord, I love. Let's sing it to him one last time. Sing the more that I surrender, the lighter my load. The more that I release my cares, the more you take control. The more that I can humble myself, the more you lift me up. Every day I live, Lord, I love you more. And every day I live, Lord, I love you Submit to you 
surrender. never failed me and all my days I've been held in your hand from the moment that I wake up until I lay my head oh I will sing of the goodness of God Oh, 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 all my life you have been faith. Has he been faithful to you tonight? Oh, all my life you have been so, so good. With every breath that I am able, oh, I will sing. I love this second verse. Sing of your voice. Oh, you have led me through the fire. And in darkest night, you are close like no other. I've known you as a father. I've known you as a friend. And I have lived in the goodness of God. Oh, all my life you have been faithful. And all my life you have been so, so good. With every breath that I am in. I will sing of the good. Let's sing that second verse one more time. Oh, I love your voice. Oh, you have led me through the fire. And in darkest nights, you are close like no other. I've known you as a father, yes. I've known you as my friend, and I have lived in the goodness of God. Oh, all my life you have been faithful. Oh, all my life you have been so, so good. 
with every breath that I am able. Oh, I will sing of the goodness. Oh, don't you love this next part? Your goodness. Oh, that goodness is running after. It's running after me. That goodness is running after, it's running after me. With my life laid down, I surrender now. I give you everything. Your goodness is running after, it keeps running after me. One more time. Your goodness is running after, it's running after me. Your goodness is running after, it's running after me. With my life laid down, I surrender now. I give you everything. Your goodness is running after, running after me. you have been faithful oh all my life you have been so so good with every breath that I am able oh I will sing of the goodness of God one more time all my life you have been faithful oh all my life you have been so so good with every breath that i am able i want to sing your goodness is running after me one last time can we lift our voices and our hands to the King tonight? Your goodness is running after, it's running after me. Your goodness is running after, it's running after me. With my life laid down, I surrender now and I give you everything. You're good. Let's do it one more time. Come on tonight. Oh, the goodness is following us. Your goodness is running after. It's running after me. Thank you, Lord. That goodness is running after. It's running after me. With my life laid down, I surrender now. I give you Your goodness is running after, it's running after me. Oh, oh, faithful. All my life you have been so, so good with every breath that I am able oh I will sing of your goodness of God 
And I will sing of the goodness of God. Amen. My cross, Lord, I thank you for the price that you pay oh bearing all my sin and shame in love you came and you gave amazing grace i thank you for this love lord oh yes Thank you for your nail pierced hands. You wash me in your cleansing flow. Now all I know is your forgiveness and your embrace. Oh, Oh, 
Hallelujah, I'm free. 
soul is resting is such a blessing. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm free. My soul is resting. My soul is resting. It's such a blessing. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm free. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm free. Give the Lord a hand tonight. so much more. The next day you wake up, you get so much more. That every step you take, you get so much more. I pray that he lifts you up higher and closer to his side every time you open his word, that he opens more of himself up to you. That your eyes of understanding get even more open and that you get me drawn closer. That's my prayer for you. I have so enjoyed this service tonight. I've so been blessed, all three of these services. It's more... Amen. 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 More than I could have hoped for. Started out this journey. So many complexes. So many chains. Things that were said. Not true. But it holds you down. It keeps you shut down. God has set you free. If you want to see a testimony of that, look at my life. God has set you free. I give him glory tonight. I give him praise tonight. I so love him so much. I love him so much. Well, we're going to have another meal next door. Time of fellowship. I know that as you come through this line tonight got your request see this is very very simple it's very very simple and I'm okay with that it's the word the word does it the words was sent to heal all of our diseases see what God has done in you and me you become the little room of the tent you are that Shekinah glory because he reigns from right here amen Amen. I love him so much. I want to have Brother Franco, if he can work his way back out, to come ask the blessing for our food tonight. And I want him to dismiss us in prayer. I love our brother. He's been a blessing to us. His ministry, we we want to get him back more frequently than, than he's been. So pray, Lord, lay that burden on his heart. I swear somebody that wants you. We want you to come preach for us. God bless you, my brother. Hallelujah. Amen. God bless you. Let's bow our hearts. 
Thank you, Father, for once again, oh, Lord, for having this conference with, with us, oh, Lord. God, that you had this time with us, oh, Lord, this joyous time with you, oh, Lord. When you could have chosen anyone, oh, Lord, you chose us this Amen. evening, oh, Lord, to bless us with your presence, Amen. oh, God. We ask you, Lord, that you continue being with us to the rest of the night, oh, Lord, that you bless the food and the fellowship, oh, Lord, Jesus. That you take what was said tonight, oh, Lord, that we place it in our hearts and our minds and our souls, oh, Lord, God. For in this late hour, that even now, oh, Lord, this purpose, oh, Lord, that you call us to be a lighthouse, oh, Lord, in this dark generation, oh, Lord, God. We thank you, Lord. We give you all the glory and praise, oh, Lord. And we thank you for, Lord, the shepherds that you place in our lives, oh, Lord. Thank you for the shepherds, oh, Lord. Forgive us, Lord, if we ever took them for granted, oh, Lord. Let's back them up, oh, Father. Let's just stand with them, oh, Lord, God. As, as I probably said before, Lord, it's like the one that he has the ball. Let's run with them and support them, oh, God. We'll give, them all the glo- give you all the glory and praise, oh, Lord, for these gifts that you place in our lives, oh, Lord. These men of God you place in our lives, oh, Lord. We thank you, Father. In the name of Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. 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 God bless you. You are dismissed tonight.